welcome to the Biopractica podcast series. Biopractica is an Australian-owned, practitioner-only brand focusing on nutritional and herbal products proven to play a role in preventative medicine. Biopractica is committed to empowering healthcare professionals, developing their knowledge and skills so they can confidently and effectively tackle the major health challenges facing their patients today. To support this commitment, the Learning Hub was established by Biopractica to offer practitioners a collection of educational resources so they can stay informed on the latest in health science research. Well, welcome everyone and thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. My name is Roberta Barbellini and I'm the Technical Manager here at Biopractica. Now, I'm joined today by Dr. Diego Peroni from Italy and Dr. Peroni is a specialist in immunology and paediatrics and he's based in Verona, Italy. He's a world-renowned uh, specialist in this area. He's a very well-recognised speaker, researcher and author in the field of paediatric immunology. And he has a specialist interest in childhood respiratory illness and atopic disease. Dr Peroni is the author of more than 250 publications in this field and is also the associate editor for a specialist immunology and allergy journal. We're very fortunate to have Dr Peroni with us today. And thank you so much for joining us, Diego. We really appreciate your time. Uh, nice to meet you, and it's a pleasure to be here. I'm Dr. Peroni Diego. I have been uh, graduated uh, at the University of Verona, Italy, and uh, I've been uh, for a couple of years as a research fellow at uh, the immunopharmacology group uh, at the University of Southampton, directed from, uh, by Professor Stephen Olgate. So uh, I'm full professor of pediatrics at the University of Pisa, Italy, and the head of the clinical department of pediatrics at the same university and director of the residency school in pediatrics. My major point of uh, interest are allergy, immunology, and pneumology in uh, pediatrics. And I have several uh, research fields, particularly on uh, breastfeeding composition and also in uh, microbiota and probiotics uh, effect in uh, allergy and immunology. So uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure and uh, it's a challenging to have this uh, talk about the probiotics role in uh, uh, allergic diseases. Yeah, and certainly in Australia, Dr. Peroni, there's a huge amount of interest regarding probiotics and their role in preventing and treating allergy and atopic conditions. And maybe can I ask you, based on your expert understanding of the gut immune access, what are some of the mechanisms via which our microbiota can actually affect the risk of developing allergies? Uh, we have several indications that microbiota is so important. First of all, I would like to underline the pediatric allergic diseases, uh, such as atopic dermatitis, food allergy, allergic rhinitis, and asthma are so common in our societies. And uh, the role of early, very early gut microbiota development uh, is probably so important since uh, different things uh, are probably uh, affecting the allergic outcomes, considering uh, the modification of microbiota by external mechanisms, such as uh, diet, such as uh, drug assumption during pregnancy and during uh, breastfeeding. But uh, we have to consider that uh, all these things uh, that uh, are happening uh, around uh, the uh, delivery are so important uh, in modifying uh, the gut uh, microbiota. So also the probiotic effects uh, could have a role 
in uh, this microbiota modulation. And uh, we know that uh, microbiota in the, the infant gut is uh, dynamic and is very vulnerable. And this is a particularly important point. So the gut microbiota is able to educate uh, the infant immune system and may contribute uh, to hostotopic and autoimmune disease uh, susceptibility. This is a, a major problem because uh, there is a sort of uh, interrelation that comes uh, very early in life uh, between uh, immune system and microbiota. So these are major points, of course, uh, and we know that uh, also probiotics uh, are able, such strain, some strains of probiotics are able to communicate with the immune system, decreasing uh, the gut permeability, activating the toll-like receptor on the dendritic cells and developing the T-regulator cells. And this uh, is a bidirectional interaction because the uh, immune system by itself uh, can regulate probably the gut uh, microbiota, given uh, in, uh, some influences. These uh, are particularly important because uh, we know how much uh, is uh, important the development of the gut microbiota. I'm talking about uh, the first uh, weeks, uh, the first months of life uh, of the infants. Since uh, symbiosis, uh, which uh, means uh, health, uh, healthy microbiota, is so important uh, to give uh, the right signals uh, to immune system while uh, it is developing. In other words, uh, we need uh, the right microbiota and we need uh, to modulate the right microbiota very early since we need uh, uh, messages from uh, the gut microbiota. I've told uh, regarding the effect and the interaction with immune system cells, but I would like also to underline the production of sickness such as the short chain fatty acid, which are able to give uh, indication to the immune system, also to organs which are so far from uh, the gut. I mean, uh, the brain itself, but uh, the skin, but uh, also the lungs. So every, everything is uh, uh, ready, but uh, we have to modulate uh, this uh, uh, microbiota. If uh, the symbiosis is lost uh, and we have uh, the so-called dysbiosis, uh, the immunotolerance, uh, the intestinal homeostasis, the health metabolism are lost. And uh, the risk for immunodiseases uh, such as uh, allergic diseases, intestinal diseases uh, or metabolic diseases uh, such as uh, obesity during childhood, are increasing. So we have uh, to be very conscious uh, that uh, microbiota in the very early phases of life is so important. Yeah, and certainly, as you say, the, the incidence of atopy and al allergic diseases have increased dramatically in recent years. I know here in Australia and in New Zealand, we have some of the highest rates, for example, of asthma in the world. So it's, it's, it's a big problem for us here. Yeah. 
It can and, be magic. Yes. And, you know, I mean, as you say, I think so much of it comes down to that bi-directional relationship between the gut microbiota and the immune system. And I love the phrase that you use that it's like the gut microbiota educates the infant's immune system. So we need to make sure that there's the right education happening right from the beginning of life. Yes, this, you know, this is uh, absolutely important. Some authors uh, talk about uh, fitness that uh, microbiota gives uh, to the immune system. And I'm quite uh, convinced that this is a major, major point. So we have to be very cautious uh, of what is happening to the infant, particularly to the high-risk infant uh, to develop allergy, of course, uh, during the very, very early periods of life. So breastfeeding is absolutely important. But we have also risk factors such as cesarean delivery, drug, uh, antibiotic use, that we have to, you know, uh, um, to fight in some way using the probiotics. So I guess, I mean, that leads me to my next question, Dr. Peronino. When and how should probiotics actually be prescribed if, if we're looking at preventing allergies from developing in infants and children? So this is a major point, you know, because uh, when and how are relevant. When, uh, probably during all the life, uh, but uh, the very uh, precious uh, period uh, where we have a sort of window of opportunity are the first uh, 1,000 days after conception. And this is a major point uh, from my talk, because uh, if we have indication that we can do something in uh, education of the immune system uh, using also probiotics, we have to consider this period that start uh, after conception and is uh, uh, then related to the first uh, two years of life uh, of the child. Because uh, in the first period, there is establishment of intestinal microbiota. Something probably is happening even before delivery and the maturation of the immune system is coming in this uh, short space uh, of time. So uh, we have the risk factor from one side. From the other, we have uh, the useful things that we can do, uh, the breastfeeding, uh, don't use antibiotic, uh, using uh, probably probiotics. Uh, since we have uh, indication that the microbiota is so different, uh, if uh, the child, the infant, uh, was born uh, by natural delivery or cesarean delivery, was uh, uh, breastfed or formula fed. In this period, uh, probably probiotics are so important in prevention. Given uh, a microbiota that is uh, very similar to the ideal microbiota, that is, uh, that one uh, derives uh, from uh, uh, spontaneous delivery that uh, derives uh, from uh, the infant uh, who is uh, breastfed uh, from, uh, for some, uh, for some uh, months. However, we can, um, coming back to the literature and do the, the facts, uh, we have uh, some indication that uh, if we want uh, to be really effective uh, given uh, probiotics uh, in uh, um, prevention of allergic disease, uh, this could be administered prenatally and postnatally. This is absolutely important since several studies when probiotics were administered only prenatally or only postnatally given not so much effect. So the other point is 
when and which probiotics. And this is a very, very important. It is a major point of my talk, of course, uh, because uh, we have to identify the right probiotics. And there are indications from the literature, such as uh, I have uh, an idea, this is from uh, Toscano and uh, Italian authors, uh, that uh, uh, there is a precise identikit of the right probiotics. Since uh, probiotics must be a live microorganism that uh, show, show in the literature, in, uh, in clinical studies, uh, a health benefit on the host. And this makes the difference, of course. So the major point, uh, at least in Italy, I don't know how it is uh, in Australia, but in Italy we have several hundreds of uh, strains, different strains of probiotics. And the point, uh, the difficult point uh, talking about probiotics is uh, this one. Since uh, we have uh, to consider that uh, probiotics have uh, a strain-specific effect. So the individual probiotic strains effect cannot be applied to probiotic in general. And this is a major point, of course, because we have to consider the right strain, which is really working, have demonstration of, uh, to, to work uh, in prevention or uh, we will show in uh, the treatment. So, uh, which uh, we know indication from the literature that Latobacillus or Bifidobacterium are really working, but not all. We have to refer to particular strain. And so this uh, is a very, very important. The indication from uh, the guidelines uh, are quite precise, I will say, since uh, EACI is uh, saying that at the moment uh, there is uh, no evidence, to, so strong evidence to support the use of probiotics for food allergy prevention. But we have also uh, some other uh, data from uh, World Allergy Organization that all of you, I hope, uh, know that uh, Probiotics can make the difference in uh, the outcome uh, that is uh, eczema or uh, atopic dermatitis. But uh, the probiotics are not the same again, and they may be used during the last part of the pregnancy, during uh, the breastfeeding, uh, and uh, in the first six months of life of the child. This is uh, a very low quality of evidence, but it's what we can uh, really do and in, is in accordance with other meta-analysis uh, of a couple of years uh, ago. And there are also very recent, more recent indication uh, as uh, this one from uh, Calio in Clinical Experimental Allergy, where uh, for me, uh, they are very, very interesting because they administer the probiotics uh, during uh, the very early phases uh, of life uh, and during uh, the pregnancy. And uh, they have a reduction and at uh, 13 years uh, of age uh, of uh, the child uh, in terms of uh, eczema. In, in particularly in the cesarean delivery subgroup. It's very important since uh, there is a sort of indication that uh, he can uh, act uh, very early with the right probiotic, we can have a sort of effect. So again, we have to consider what the guidelines recommendation uh, suggest, that uh, the evidence are not so strong, but 
we have uh, indication, and particularly, in my opinion, in high-risk children, we have to apply this uh, uh, treatment in order to achieve a, a prevention. That is uh, something that uh, is uh, absolutely strain-specific uh, and uh, uh, relating also to the timing of administration of probiotics. And I guess one point that I sometimes think about, Dr. Peroni, is even if the evidence is not yet 100% solid, it's, it's a relatively low-risk low intervention as well. So sometimes it's also, for me, clinically about balancing the risk with the benefit. You know, it's almost the, the ratio of those two factors, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you because uh, this is a major point, of course. Since we have to consider... Uh, you know, the costs, uh, but also mm. the possible effect that we have. And uh, again, uh, I was thinking, you know, to the risk factor. I mean, uh, uh, familiarity of allergic diseases, uh, for example, or uh, cesarean delivery or formula fed uh, infants. Uh, why don't use, uh, don't try the probiotics uh, to have a prevention? And another point that is very, very important uh, is that uh, when we have guidelines, uh, they, you know, refer to meta-analysis where all the probiotics, all the strains, several hundreds in Italy, are put together. And again, uh, we have uh, to think uh, the strain-specific effect, but also the individual-specific effect. So I cannot uh, predict if uh, the probiotic... Uh, in uh, that child uh, at particular risk uh, will work or not. But in the depth, as you, as you suggest, uh, I will try to work and have uh, an indication and try to have, a, you know, this uh, modulation of the immune system very early. And I mean, I think you make the point very effectively, Dr. Peroni, that the effects of probiotics are very strain specific. So can I ask you, are there particular strains that you feel have perhaps the best evidence for preventing allergies in atopy? Yes, you, you know, there are, um, the literature is uh, abundant, of course. The major indication that we have uh, are using Lactobacillus uh, reuteri and uh, Lactobacillus GG. These are the two strains uh, which has uh, the more abundant uh, effect on the literature. So even in prevention, but also I will, as we discuss uh, in a in few minutes, uh, in the treatment. So these uh, are major points is uh, they are available, they are, uh, you know, effective. Uh, and for me, from my point, uh, also the mechanisms of these uh, probiotics uh, are quite clear. The mechanism of action, I mean, since they are able to interact really with the tolerant receptor, with the dendritic cells, and they are uh, producing as a reuteri, the reutering, which is a, a sort of uh, a marker and uh, mm, signal to the uh, immune system. So I will uh, really stay anchored uh, to very few strains of use. Well, and I mean, we have a particular interest in that Lactobacillus ruteri strain that you were talking about, the DSM-17938. And can I ask, does this strain actually have an application in allergy treatment as well as prevention? Yes, this is a good point. 
And, um, you know, this is the other uh, part of the middle, uh, since we can, uh, you know, prevent or treat. And uh, treatment uh, is uh, not so easy, of course. And again, meta-analysis are not so clear. There is a controversial effect of probiotics because meta-analysis, of course, uh, are evaluating all the probiotics. But, uh, and the effect is uh, particularly on uh, atopic uh, dermatitis. Rose Rai is, uh, there is a nice study from uh, a friend of mine, Michele Miraglio del Giudice, who administered the Rai with the supplementation of vitamin D to asthmatic patients. And uh, he was able to uh, obtain in the supplemented group a reduction of symptoms and also an amelioration of uh, uh, the markers of inflammation, such as uh, uh, nitric oxide, exhalate nitric oxide, which is um, particularly important since uh, demonstrate that uh, this uh, probiotic can uh, interfere really with the basic mechanism of inflammation which are present in uh, asthma. So the, this is a major point in uh, my opinion. And again, uh, we have, uh, of course, to consider that uh, the uh, disease is uh, strong enough, the patient has to be treated with the conventional treatment, absolutely. But why don't use, uh, if it's possible, or also something more to modulate the immune response, such as the probiotic and router eye in this case? Yeah, I mean... You know, Sounds like a fantastic addition to treatment because, I mean, to my knowledge as well, Dr. Peroni, there's no interactions between the probiotics and conventional treatment for allergies, is there? No, absolutely. There is no, no, no interaction. But uh, the interaction is from a medical and prescription point of view, yes. of course, yes. uh, that we have to remember and to be anchored uh, to the primary intervention therapeutic yeah. effect and then uh, to have also a modulation. It is quite important because uh, patients and the family of children require also, also something more that can, uh, you know, add some more value to the therapeutic effect. So if it's possible, even in, particularly in children, to have uh, the less therapeutic uh, uh, load, less uh, uh, steroids, for example, by using also something different that can modulate the immunological response, I think there will be a fantastic result. Of course, we have to try because not all children are answering in the same way, but we have just to try and see what they are having. Just, you know, don't remove the normal therapeutic approach and add, if it's possible, LTRI, in Italy, we try to use uh, Reuteri plus uh, vitamin D. Mm -hmm. I'm quite convinced about this. And uh, we, we try to have a modulation of the immune system. That is quite important because uh, if we can have a spare effect on uh, the therapeutic uh, approach, uh, will be a primary result, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the... The ability to reduce, as you say, perhaps the amount of steroid that's required, you know, is, is a very important aspect of clinical treatment of allergies, I think. And Absolutely. I, th 
the, the other thing you yes yeah particularly in children i think the other thing you write Dr. Peroni, which is of interest, is you know you talk about the fact that you like to perhaps prescribe the L-ruteri with vitamin D, and which yeah. raises another question for me: is are there any other sort of diet or lifestyle or other strategies that you would recommend if someone wants to minimise their risk of allergies or wants to treat allergies? Uh, this is a major point, you know, for a pediatrician because uh, prevention is the first, uh, you know, step for any pediatrician. So we have to, to be convinced that uh, this neonatal window of opportunity is existing and is so important, which are, we have to know, which are the risk factor, antibiotic treatment, cesarean section, the absence of microbiota or a, a alteration of the microbiota. But uh, other things that we can do, of course, uh, are diet, diet during pregnancy, uh, high in fiber that can improve the gut microbiota diversity that is absolutely important, the diversity. And also in the early life, uh, because uh, since uh, the weaning is a particular period where uh, all the children can uh, approach and have uh, uh, different foods that are quite important uh, because uh, breast milk in that case can support early life microbial development. And so then use prebiotic and probiotics, of course. Probiotics can modulate, as I told, the microbiota functionality, the intestinal immunity, and the epithelial responsiveness. In, uh, to be very concise, uh, what can uh, we tell uh, to the parents to do to decrease uh, the risk of allergies? I will say that it's very important to recommend to moms to eat a healthy, diverse diet during pregnancy, during breastfeeding. If it's possible, if it's possible to have the babies born by vaginal delivery and the breastfeed for a variety of benefits, of course, that are so important. Use of probiotics. And the point is when, which, and how long. So we have still to clarify this point, but uh, I, as I told before, we have to consider the effect of the strain. Reuteri is really working. And uh, when? Before the delivery and uh, in the month uh, just after delivery. And so introduce then a variety of healthy, diverse food, including all major allergens during the weaning. If I can suggest a final point also to consider, in Italy we have, and is a major point of interest for me, the vitamin D supplementation. We again, it is a very controversial, but we know how much also vitamin D could be important. So I am particularly interested, and is an interest of research, my research of course also, of uh, the interrelation of action between uh, probiotics and vitamin D given to the same high-risk infant, since they have uh, some mechanisms that are very, very close and very, very similar. And so probably also the effect could be uh, favorable, particularly if you use uh, in the, these uh, early windows of opportunity. 
Yeah, I think the combination of probiotics and vitamin D for immune modulation makes it a very good, I think, general recommendation. And some really good recommendations there as well, as you were saying, for mothers to consume a diverse diet during pregnancy and breastfeeding, you know, where possible, natural birth, taking probiotics, both during pregnancy and, you know, possibly during breast breastfeeding and infancy. So some really good recommendations there. Thank you, Dr. Karani. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much to you. And I guess what I'd say as well is thank you just for your time today. That was a really good discussion. And I also want to say thank you to our audience. For those of you that tuned in, we hope you found our discussion today interesting and useful. And please tune in next time to hear more great health science news from us here at Biopractica. To continue the conversation or to find out more about Biopractica, please head to biopractica.com.au. Biopractica, empowering healthcare professionals.